The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, let's get straight into our thinking point then for this morning. Let me invite onto the show Mari Harris, who is Director of Public Affairs at Ipsos. Mari, good morning to you, and thank you for your time today. Morning, Kathy. Thanks. Let's talk about the projections in terms of next week, particularly on voting day, and the kind of turnout that we are expecting uh, to see from the side of Ipsos, what are some of your projections? Well, if we look at the turnout figures, um, it is actually quite a contentious issue because mm. um, about 43 million South Africans are eligible to vote, but only 26.2 million are registered. And then if you look at these registered voters, not all of them are going to vote. Mm. And um, we did some sums and came up with um, three possible voting scenarios. In a low vote turnout scenario, only 30% will vote. I don't think that will happen. In a, in a high vote turnout scenario, 83% will vote. I don't think that will happen. But in the medium vote turnout, the 14.6 million uh, South Africans will turn out to vote. So that is 56% of the people who are registered to vote, but um, only about a third of the people who are eligible to vote. Now, I know all of this sounds very worthy and full of figures and things, but in the end, if only 14.6 million South Africans vote on Monday, or round about that number, then um, a third will decide the future of local government elections for the whole of the country. That's, that's quite scary to think about it like that, because there are, you know, people are not really... All, all people are not registered, and mm. a lot of the people who are registered are saying they're not going to vote. And, and I think that's a really important point to make there, Marie, the fact that if you have, let's say, 14 million people that turn out to vote on Monday and exercise their democratic right, the rest of that 42 million that is eligible to vote now cannot necessarily sit and say, well, we're not happy with these decisions in terms of the vote outcomes because they did not exercise their own right to speak to that vote and perhaps give whatever results may have been the alternative if perhaps more people were voting. Yes, you're you're exactly right. That's why, you know, it is so important that the 26.2 million who are registered go out and vote and at least... Um, you know, exercise that democratic right that they have. And, you know, a very clever person said a long time ago that people always deserve the government they get. And, you know, if you think about it, that's quite true because it is our right to vote. We need to, to go and do the voting, but in the end, depending on what the voting is, we deserve the government we get because... Uh, a lot of people do not exercise that that vote to uh, that right to vote. Mm. And 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 let's talk then about some of the reasons, at least previously, based on the, on the work that you have found, that sometimes that are leading to people not going to vote, especially during local government elections, because those also traditionally tend to have lower voter turnouts. Mm. 
a lot of people will actually tell you that they don't vote in local government elections. They will vote in a national or a provincial election. I find that slightly strange because mm. a local government is really the area where government and citizens interact most closely. Um, you know, and that's the, the part of government that's closest to you and the part of government that you can actually influence to a large degree because you get to vote for a person, you get to vote for a ward councillor. You can choose the person, and it doesn't happen at any other level of um, of our government because on the provincial level you vote for a party, on national you vote for a party. And I know on local you have two votes, so you vote for a, a ward councillor as well as a party. But still, that's, that's the closest, I think, level of interaction, if we want to call it that way. And, and and of course, you know, when it comes to, again, the issues of local governance and people then needing to show up on the day of the vote, what happens post-voting day when it comes to issues of accountability, especially where people have not exercised uh, their votes, Marie? Because ultimately, that means that you could well find um, parties that would not necessarily, that do not necessarily enjoy support in communities, but whose supporters have come out to vote, then winning uh, councils or getting a significant vote in the council because they've been able to get their members out to vote. Yes, that is that is quite possible that something like that happens. And it is extremely important, I think, for all political parties to try and get their, their supporters to go out and vote because you also get the, the converse of what you are saying now. Mm. If political parties are not able to mobilize their voters or their supporters, suddenly they might have a big voice, but when it comes to voting day and counting all the votes, they really don't have that, that big influence anymore. And um, so I think the responsibility is on the, the parties as well, but... but I think, first of all, the responsibility is on the voters to go and vote. We've heard a lot being said about the legitimacy of the election and that when the voter turnout is low, it has implications for the legitimacy of that election. What does that ultimately mean for democracy? I think that is quite um, uh, indictment on all the people, first of all, if we look at our history, so many people fought and died for the fact to be able to vote. Mm. It's a hard-fought democracy, and it's a hard-fought right. Therefore, I I think people in South Africa almost have a moral obligation to, to vote, but that aside, um, if, you, if you do not vote, in the local government election and the party. And obviously, you always have the right to complain. I do not agree that if you don't vote, you don't have the right to complain. You always have the right to complain. Mm. And you can always um, say or, or express your views in different other ways. But it is a bit of a, um, a threat, I think, to democracy if, well, two-thirds of South Africans are saying the only way to get the attention of the government is to have a violent protest. I think that is a very negative thing that can develop from a very low vote turnout, that you see more violent protests. 
because people think that is the way to get the attention of of a government or of um, the party in the area or um, something like that. So it, it makes the country more ungovernable and it also, I think, uh, plays a question about the legitimacy of, of government, the legitimacy of democracy and I think the depths of democracy. Because in the end, you know, you want an election that expresses the will of the people, but it's also free and fair. And it's fine if the election is free and fair, but if people think it does not express the will of the people, mm. you don't have a very legitimate election. All right. Mary Harris, let's leave it there for this morning. She's the Director of Public Affairs at EPSOS. When the talking point continues, I'll be taking your calls on 011-714-2006. Namsam Dluli standing by with a look at your latest headlines. Namsam, good morning.